What up, Spectrum Gang? Welcome back, all into the Spectrum Podcast, episode three. Your host here, three AM Alexander, with my co-host it's Natalie. Natalie. I hope all you guys have been having a great and fantastic week. Getting you guys this episode Tuesday, June sixteenth. Yep, turns be- up Tuesdays. Hell yeah, Taco Tuesdays, Margarita Tuesdays. <laughs> so we got a few topics tonight we want to talk about. First, national news. Yeah, you know you gotta stay up to date with what's going on in this country. Yeah, breaking it down from the national to the local. Keep it going just like that. Yeah. So, has anybody noticed that the election has been going unnoticed? Yeah, it's voting season. We probably all know that. This is a very important voting season. Right. Perhaps like one of the most important in our country's history. It feel like it, my point, because right now, no one's talking about voting. I don't see as much as you would have saw in the past, commercials, ads. It's just like going unnoticed completely. I mean, I think there are people out there saying how important it is to vote. But it's just kind of getting brushed under a bunch of other shit that's hitting the fan. Exactly. So let's talk about what happened in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Over the uh, beginning of the week, the voting obviously opened on Tuesday. A lot of people were upset that they had to wait five hours to cash their vote. That is crazy. You know Would what I'm you saying? wait five hours in line to vote? Like, Not if I gotta I, go to work at three. I read that headline and I seriously like reflected. I was like, would I stand in that line so I could have my vote count? I mean, I would like to think that yes, I would. Mm, depending but on the time. five hours outside in the heat? Like what? Just waiting to potentially cast a vote because also they had issues with the stations, some of the stations weren't even working. Oh, why can't we vote online? Like, mm. it's 2020. I like that. And you I really you like can that. vote, like, electronically, but you still have to go into the voting, the polling place. Right. That's the line. Yeah, like, that's what they're waiting for. They only line. do it in those why areas. Why can't we just log on and vote? Probably. <laughs> that's because something that they're pushing, though, now. But right now, with Trump being, like, the super superior figure... He's like getting a favor back from the nation right now to just let him get another term in a sense. Yeah. Ooh. But also like having like just like a website where anyone can vote, I feel like it's a lot easier for like hackers and mm. like stuff to get a little bit. Cuz you remember what happened illegitimate. like a few years ago with the uh forgery on like the elections numbers and people actually not getting that many votes and they made it look like it was something else yeah i think that's why they want people to come in to an establishment and vote still so is the system a joke like that's really a question i have like it's not a joke but like there's always room for improvement like of course um i don't really understand why i wait time of five hours is that because more people wanted to vote right so, how many people do you imagine living in the state of Atlanta? Like, how many people? In do you... the city of Atlanta? Yeah. Or the state of Georgia? Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia. Atlanta's a large city. Okay, let me let me guess. I like that. I'm going to guess 
five million. What? Fact check. Check it out. While while I <laughs> while I keep going, you fact check. Okay. So you five million, I would say close to at least nine to ten million people living in Atlanta, Georgia. In the United States alone. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. I don't think this is right. What's, what's the number? It only says half a million. Damn, but that could that's... just be like the city city, and then there might be like other counties. Surrounding cities. Yeah. Well, realistically, what I want to go on is just there was two million votes cast. Okay. Nationwide. So, yeah, I guess 500,000, probably at least... 10,000 people voted there, I would say. At least ten to 5,000 people. A lot of people were busy, so they really didn't pay time or have time to do that. Florida hasn't... We haven't voted yet. We don't have so that. So I'm wondering what that's going to look like. That's going to be a shit show. Does, does there have a time? Is it in November or sooner? Um, I don't... August. Okay, so cool. That's coming up, actually. We'll be in uh, Vegas then. So, let's move on to our next topic. We're going to talk about local. A lot of local improvements that are happening. I don't know if this is an improvement. It's going to have a lot of traffic and uh, cause a lot of accidents, I would suppose. Like, all these workers and all this, like, construction that's going to be happening on I-95 in the next few months. What are they doing? They're going to be creating six lanes from Marina Mile Boulevard all the way up until Glades. That's going to take them five years to do. Like, <laughs> that's going to take so long. So that job alone is like a $10 million job. Six lanes? Six lanes. They I already have four. I've been on a highway with six lanes. They already have four. Yeah. Have you been on a highway with six lanes? Mm. Maybe. I think they're, uh, you see them, they're only in spurts. Like, when you're going to Miami, there's six lanes. Oh, okay. Like, further yeah. down, once you're going over, like, into actual, like, Miami, Biscayne, and those areas more out there, you're definitely crossing over into, like, six-lane territory, then it shortens out, and then, et cetera. I mean, I-95 will be under construction until Forever. the day we die. Like, yeah, so, yeah. that's a $10 million job, is what I've... Got our tax money. Yeah, all there our money is going right on that ninety five. It's laying on ninety five right now. Six lanes, just impossible for the next few months. I but wonder if uh, that extra lane is really gonna make a big difference. Maybe. I mean, that actually is like where shit really clogs up, like in between Glades and Broward Boulevard, is like mm -hmm. constantly clogged. It is. Yeah. So I would say that is one of. The, I know they have it down to a science where like they see that that's where it needs to be right. expanded. So that's and also a, maybe like areas that have higher like rates of accidents. They're like maybe we need to like get more space. Yeah, right people here. need more driving room because yeah. people don't know how to drive. Obviously, no. ninety five is very Not intimidating. <laughs> I mean, I remember my first time driving on i ninety five. I uh, did not go in the HOV lane because cars were like just yeah. zooming to the point where I was um really nervous i just need to stay in the far right lane and just like went you know s below speed limit not even 65 at first i was doing like 50 yeah but now i'm like i'm ready to go now you're the one swerving in and out <laughs> yeah no, I'm not that's after uh, like that. my experience of go-karting and like driving like really fast smaller carts i'm like okay i know how to handle an actual car now once you can get baby steps in a sense yeah training wheels if you will well, I, when I first moved here, um, and I first started driving the boat with the trailer and the truck, 
um, up north to West Palm. I took 95, like, the first couple times. With an airboat, like, being hauled behind me. Baggage. I did that. Maybe I did it, like, twice, and I decided I'm never doing that again on 95. Also because the lanes, like, get skinny and then get wide and get skinny and get wide. Yeah. So from now on, I I take the turnpike. Well, turnpike is actually wider, right? Turnpike is... You're cruising, yeah. It, it's bigger. Like, it has more lanes. It ha- does... Turnpike has six lanes? I think I, no, it doesn't have... It's not bigger, but there's just way less people on it, because you have to pay. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, what is that travel? Like, west, east, and west? No, it goes s- still north and south. North and south? It's parallel to 95. It's just you have to pay. So well, that's why less people are on VIP! It. But, like, hey, I mean... You got Safety that. first? I'm... We got a boat behind me. Yeah, you gotta yeah. definitely be safe on that. So, also, record numbers breaking in the city of Orlando. Ooh, shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to Orlando. So, their park just opened, SeaWorld, over the weekend. Record numbers, again, I repeat, 20,000 people were in that park. Uh, Disney World, too? Not Disney World. They're not open just yet? Just SeaWorld. Okay. Opened June 13th, which was yesterday. Oh. Saturday. Oh. Ooh. Wow. That's crazy. So, yeah, 20,000 people were in there, and I don't think they were social distancing, if you will. Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, local news. I want to give a shout-out to the uh, frontline workers and essential workers that held us down during COVID-19 yes. and the coronavirus stage. Definitely yes. got to give a shout-out to you guys because you haven't gone unnoticed. A I lot mean, of people did pass away. Let's not forgive about mm. that. Truly, like, held the country together. Yeah, so shout out to uh, the hospitals, assistant facilities, and the supermarkets. Yeah. We really needed Delivery you guys. workers, food delivery, like. Absolutely. Man, all the Amazon packages. What? Shout out to fucking Amazon, because Amazon was the only place that delivered consistently. Oh my gosh, they're doing well. Like, God mm. Jeff Bezos, you got it down. So I ordered packages from other third parties and i never received it it takes like a month if you even get it yeah i don't know it's been almost a month now and i spent like well over like 300 to 400 dollars on miscellaneous things and they never came okay you need to follow up with that i've been trying believe me so i'm like what the is going on what does the tracking number say not shipped Pending shipping, so not coming in any okay, word. Okay, we gotta look look into it's that. It's okay. <laughs> I already like charged that to the game, and I know that I need to shop with better retailers, especially online retailers. People are really creating Shopify stores and legitimately scamming you, and just saying we're backed up. Oh, we apologize for the inconvenience. That's gross. I don't like that. Yeah, so that's my um, local news. Yes, that was pretty large. Let's move on to Shmedia. Media, 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 media. Let's talk about uh, our recent favorite podcast, which is kind of still one of my favorites, but like not my top five. I'm subscribed, but I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites. I agree. I agree. You want to say their names? So the call her daddy, single father now, as she calls herself. Um, mm. Alex Cooper released her first episode of Call Her Daddy without her ex-co-host, mm. Sophia. Franklin. Um, and she interviewed the, quote, third roommate, Lauren, Lauren. that, like, lived with Alex and Sophia in New York, which I thought that was 
a great first guest to have. Uh, because, yeah. like, everyone's wondering, who is this third girl of Call Her Dad, like, unofficial host of Call Her Daddy? She's pretty popular now, I'm sure. Now I'm sure her Instagram followers just went way Daddy up. Daddy gang. I looked her up, up, of course. Ran like, it up. She's, what, 20K or less? Oh, I don't know. You, you, you looked her up. I looked her up. I had to memorize how many followers she had. She probably had I'll a number pull that, that up. you probably thought was all right. You're like, oh. Hmm. As the unofficial fact checker, I will pull her up. You were definitely the fact checker. But anyway, so Call first her Daddy. episode as a single father. Mm, divorced. Um, it was crazy. Well, actually, no, it wasn't her first episode as a single father. David Portner was the porn star yeah. interviewer, that first one. Yeah. She so interviewed him about his penis, pretty much. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. Um, but what was shocking to me on this episode, because something each episode she puts out is just equally as shocking to but, the one before it, yeah. is, like, how much these girls are like were scheming. And like scamming right, and just running around New York City being like hustling. Hustling. Mm-hmm. So Lauren and Alex talked about this um, seeking arrangement scam. I saw that. So you know the website like seeking arrangements? Yes. I-, I haven't heard about it in years, but mm. like that's a thing still, I guess. It's totally a thing. And in it's this usually city, like older men mm. kind of like seeking arrangements with young women. Mm. Um so they made a profile for Alex. This this is all three of these girls in their little apartment in New York City, like over one computer, made a profile for Alex. Because of course Alex is going to be the one to go out and meet these dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, her name was Blake. I remember that as a distinct fact. Because I was like, that's an interesting name for a female. <laughs> right. Um, her name was Blake on the profiles. And they would pimp Alex out to like go out and like so she could like get money from these guys so she could pay her rent i know that which was like insane. yo it is hot the struggle is real and like i can't discount her for trying to get her rent money like oh, damn you know dangerous um, huh but they were just describing this scam and like um very lauren, detailed very detailed lauren and sophia would go out on these dates with Alex and like sit at the bar and like be like incognito tables <laughs> like, away just like watching like shit you see on a movie literally waiting, like, waiting to see if anything goes wrong I just thought that was so interesting but then also they would uh, they would bail her out from a text after she got yeah. what she wanted which is good ladies always be safe yeah so you know when you uh, girls are out there hustling and remember to have your friends a couple friends backing you up don't go out there doing stupid yeah especially shit when you're meeting a stranger like. Yeah, be smart. Have people that are actually going to be nearby, kind of monitoring the situation. Don't do anything that you will regret. Yeah. So she, we're we're sticking with call her daddy. Like we're going to keep following them just because I'm interested where she's going to go. Yeah. Without Sophia. Right. And uh, Sophia is a ghost. She doesn't exist right now. Like her uh, bio even says some very interesting things that obviously she's not happy yeah she changed her bio on instagram to basic greedy lazy submissive weak-minded unable to think for myself and that's just a little bit about me so (laughs) suit man must have her in a sleeper hold she hasn't posted since april 12th yeah so i mean she's got well well she lost followers but she's got a pretty decent following i think she's got the blue check so shout out to her yeah and like a lot of people are commenting we miss you so much it's not the same without you that's super true so she's got her own following i'm sure she's gonna curate her own podcast and tell her own side of the story 
when she's ready because then that will make her a hot commodity. Mm. You don't give it to people when they expect it. You wait and then drop the bomb and become the hot thing again. She definitely probably has something brewing. She's got something under her sleeves, and I'm sure she's going to pull something out very soon, and Alex and her are going to be beefing. Oh, you think? Yeah. I I don't know. So, uh, I feel that uh, also, let's go back and talk about Lauren a little bit, and the girl, and how she felt about Sophia. You know, when Alex asked her to kind of break down what she saw because obviously she has a closer relationship with Alex than Sophia. Yeah. She immediately slandered Sophia, like, off the bat. Like, not even, oh, I liked Sophia so much, you guys were so successful, because they did it together. You know, Lauren was a teacher, or she is a teacher, and she just watched from the sidelines and, like, watched them fucking blow up, in a sense. Yeah, so that she, must have been hard. I thought that was, like, really shady and, like, not as genuine because you watch them become something before your own eyes. Why would the first thing you say is, I knew this was gonna go bad? She did say that. You know what I'm saying? I kind of forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, that was a little shady, so I thought that was something that is not to, like, just be overlooked like she was jealous of Sophia she made Alex a millionaire they were both millionaires together yeah Lauren's a teacher with a regular nine-to-five while these girls are making a podcast talking about their life and experience and things and Lauren and Alex have been friends since they were kids you know so like saying? that's that's probably really hard to see that okay so I just wanted to throw that out there we didn't I didn't want to forget about that that was one of my key points I think she's a je- she was jealous of Sophia, and Alex brought uh, Lauren on to rub it in, in a sense, to just let Sophia know, I still have the friend. You are replaceable. She's got everything. She's got the podcast. And she's got the, yeah. the IP. She's got the money. She's got the friend. She rubbed it in. Who she, won this one? Alex, 100%. So Sophia does have to kind of lay low and come out in the summertime when it's beautiful. Just let them know, I'm back. But she's not going to be daddy gang. She's going to be her own shit. It's going to be something cool, I'm sure. I'll support from afar. Yeah. And watch how this continues to unfold. We're going to keep up to date with it for sure. Let's move on to our next subject matter, which is going to be entertainment. The last one was media. Okay. (laughs) Funny, right? So now we're going on to the chill stuff, entertainment. We're going to throw on our segment, which we created. Bingeables! Air horns are going to be coming in, don't you worry. So, for Bingeable this week, I want to let you go first. (laughs) Okay. Go first. So, Bingeables, I don't think I have to define what that means, but it's binge-worthy show, movie, what have you. Mm -hmm. My movie that I want to talk about isn't necessarily Bingeable, Mm -hmm. but it was just pretty shocking to watch so i want to talk about it right okay so there is this new movie on netflix called 365 days yeah it's originally aired in poland mm. so like pol polish netflix Completely. and somehow made its way to american netflix mm. i don't know how all that works but um it was like on your home screen when you pull up netflix number two in the u.s today and i was like oh cool like movie it looks like an attractive couple who like it was like it looks like a romantic movie like you know i was in my feelings i was literally. like let's watch it let me see what's brewing up over here um it was a soft porn mm. i'm just gonna cut 
cut to the chase. Um, also, spoiler alert, I am going to basically tell you everything about the movie, so if you want to watch it, skip this part. <laughs> anyway, so 365 days. Yeah. It's about this Italian, like, mob boss. Yeah. Okay, he's the head of his um, family in Italy. Yeah. His name's Massimo, Okay. Mm. And he basically kidnaps this woman mm. who is visit, visiting Sicily with her friends. Her name's Laura. He kidnaps her and, like, brings her to his mansion and says, you have 365 days to fall in love with me. Okay? Wow. Why he did that is because he had, like, a vision of this woman five years prior. And then he sees that woman at the airport. He's like, that's my woman. I've been looking for her. Right. He has been looking for her for the past five years. And he sees her at the airport. It is kind of crazy. It is very but, um, almost stalker-ish. It, baby, it's the definition of stalker. He 100. kidnapped her and said, you have kidnapped her for a year. You have one year. So you year have one year to fall in love with me. To pretty much do okay. that. The reason I say it's a soft porn is because, I mean, it was very, very much based around sex. Like the whole movie, their whole relationship was that they had this crazy intense like dirty aggressive sex Ooh. right like there are these two like powerful people um mm. <laughs> yeah. can i ask you a question <laughs> yeah was he a large i wish i knew i wish they showed a little bit more <laughs> no like they okay so it starts out he's in his private jet mm. okay and just he just stands up goes in the back pushes the stewardess to, like, sit down on the couch and starts unbuttoning his pants. Wow. Doesn't say a word to this girl. He just, like, you know, pushes her down. So she sits down, Ooh. unbuttons his pants, and she gives him a blowjob. Like, I, it, it was porn. I've, I've seen porn. Like, that was porn. That, that was not a movie. Yeah. You can, you can see, like, a little bit of his thing, but you couldn't see, like, she was, like, had tears going down her face. She was, like, Very wiping her. acting. I was like, what is this? This was in, like, the first 20 minutes, okay? Mm. But anyway, sorry, I'm getting a little distracted. Very good acting. It's getting a little hot in here. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Breathe. So, um, he kidnap- kidnaps this woman, and, yeah, like, it's a huge tease. They just keep, they're, like, showering together naked, but they're not having sex. They're just, like, they're just, the sexual tension is crazy. Yeah. Um, so, I guess the reason I just was so shocked by this movie is because of how much it showed like in regards to these sex scenes yeah like, so i and the fact it. that it was just the first thing that you can click on on netflix mm. like no restrictions what if a kid you know people or like children pick up the remote and like they know how to turn on netflix and they just click the first movie and start watching that yeah i they, was like there's no like passwords to get through this or anything i'm sure there are some kids that are 100 percent watching this and like don't get me wrong i enjoyed the movie for the very same reasons that i'm like complaining about it that's also why i liked it i was just not what i was expecting okay i got you so anyway let me just kind of get to the end here they basically are just like having sex the whole time and she falls in love with him oh so cute she finally falls in love with him um and the ending was absolutely horrible do you remember what happened at the end can you tell me Again, spoiler alert, but um, they end up getting married, or no, they end up, he ends up proposing, <clears throat> she's pregnant, of course, all the cliches. All of them. She's pregnant, but he doesn't know yet, they're madly in love, 
she ends up dying. How does she die? <laughs> Isn't it crazy? It's After the, the baby? Does she have a no, baby? No, so she's pregnant. With the baby. He doesn't know. He proposes. They're, like, about to get married this weekend. She's pregnant, you know, very early on. Crazy. Um, she, like, just tried on her wedding dress, and she's driving to meet him. To, like, you know, it's it's the wedding weekend or something. Goes under this tunnel, and basically, like, one of Massimo's rivals kills her. To, you know, to hurt Massimo. Damn. Kills, so. kills the woman, but you don't really see how. She just goes into the tunnel. Mm. Massimo's on the phone in, like, a different part, you know, of the world, whatever. Um, and then it just, like, cuts out all the talking, and they're just, like, music plays over all the scenes, you know? And, like, his assistant runs up to him and, like, tells him what happens. And Massimo, like, drops to his knees and starts crying. Oh, and, like, that's man. how you know he, she died. I was like, this is the stupidest shit ever. Like Very emotional ending. That's how they get you. They reel you in with all this high energy and exotic feelings. And you're all like, woo, I love this. And then, blam. Like, okay, it's pretty much Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, that level of um, sex that you see. But, you know, not as BDSM, but um, he definitely ties her up a little bit. Yeah. And, like, throws her, he throws her around a bit, too. So it's very much, like, Fifty Shades of Grey. But, um, yeah, Christian Grey had a lot of money, too. Mm. So, yeah, these guys with, like, tons of money. Grey I just, like, want to talk about it because I was just shocked at the fact that it was just sitting on the homepage of Netflix, yeah. number two in the U.S. today. <laughs> it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think we watched it, like, twice. I, I watched I it suggest twice. watching it with your significant other. Yeah. I think that could be a fun thing to do. Agreed. Yeah. So, 365 Days on Netflix. That is my bingeable. Um, yeah. Go have yourself a fun Tuesday night. So, three, what do you have for your bingeables? Awesome. So, my bingeable for this week is a 2020 FX limited series TV show called Devs. Devs. D-E-V-S. Devs. Ooh, tell me about this. So, it is focused on a young software engineer named Lily Chan, and she works at the cutting-edge company called Amaya. In Silicon Valley. Yes, Silicon Valley. And uh, her boyfriend, Sergio, pretty much gets killed as a quote-unquote suicide. They framed his death, and he gets killed because he was like a Russian spy and works for like these pretty much people that are like intelligent operators. But he works at Amaya. He was a student there also. yeah. Yeah, so he gets killed early on. And it is a... The show starts out with that. With him pretty yeah, much... Yeah, like it starts out very well. Dying. Okay. So let me give you a little bit of backstory about how I even found out about this show. I was working right before the quarantine erupted and COVID-19... Well, before COVID, it was coronavirus. Before the coronavirus blew up in our faces, I was working at this restaurant. And I was in training to be a server. And this guy, like worked there also he was like one of the younger people there with me also too i was literally like one of the youngest people there besides him and me and there was some other girl that was actually a bartender and uh and this restaurant like was like very like dark and like hidden 
but there was like older clientele. It was a very nice restaurant. Nineties steakhouse vibes. For sure. So I worked there. I trained with this particular dude. His name was Nicholas. Super cool. Very like hidden with which I seem to believe like multiple personalities. Like oh. he can turn it on, turn it off and whatever. He's very animated, so he struck this conversation with me when we had this big party and I was like talking about some program that I use and he was like, oh, since you're into like techie stuff, I think you should check out this show called Devs, you'll love it. Mm -hmm. And so I came over your place one day and we were sitting on the uh, on the couch and I was like, oh, we should watch this show called Devs because I just heard about it. So I introduced it to you immediately after I, it got introduced to me like a week later. I was like, oh, I yeah. haven't even watched it yet. I'm gonna watch it at Nad's house. So we watched it together and literally loved it. We like watched it every week because it we came out it every week. It yeah. came out every week. We were every like Thursday. Yeah, it was such a fire show. Because so. we had another show that came out on Thursdays too. Yeah, so that's fire. That's my that's my bingeable. Uh, it came out uh, March fifth, and the final episode was April sixteenth. So if you want to go binge it, obviously this is why you're t we're telling you. It's on Hulu right now, uh, and it's called Devs. It was rated at 81% and Rotten Tomato, and a 7.8 in IMDb. It was very good. It was a freaking monster of one season. Yeah. So that's mine. Uh, now we're going to move on to our... All right. So the next topic that we're going to talk about is some evidence that we that we've seen in our daily lives about this living and of course like the world has is changing and has been changed in so many ways and so many like really drastic ways that are pretty much uplift uplifting people's livelihoods and i don't want to discount that with what i'm about to say because mine seems super superficial okay um but there's this weird thing that happened to me slash us this past week because of this pandemic. Mm. So I live in an apartment complex and like ever since I moved in, they're just super like bougie and like picky about stupid shit around the place. Like um, parking for visitors here is super annoying and they will take, they will give you a $50 ticket at 3 a.m. in the morning, literally at 3 a.m. in the morning. Can I say that I have been one to receive one of those tickets? $50 ticket for parking overnight This you is don't have a parking right, pass. This is right before they enforced the seriousness of it. Like, I got a ticket randomly one day. Like, these aren't cops giving them out, so who do you think you are? But I disputed <laughs> that shit. I disputed it and got it taken care of because, you're right, it was, like, almost scheduled to happen. Like, a fairy dropped off a ticket at 3 in the morning. Yeah. Exactly. And so, that's an example of something annoying that they do. Also, the, we have, like, a valet trash, so they will pick up the trash at our door, but, like, if it is, if it is not in a tie bag, in a plastic tie bag, they will not grab it. Well, if it's a cardboard box that is not broken down, they will not take it. They literally, I've seen them, like, leave stuff outside your door because it wasn't in a bag. <laughs> That's like, funny. Like, just super picky, annoying things that they, they do. Even the garbage men are bougie. They're like, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not touching it if it's not in a bag. It's literally called valet trash. Like, we pay 25 bucks a month for it, whatever. It, like, again, as this is coming out of my mouth, I'm like, people are going to... 
hate me for complaining about this, but like I'm trying to set the scene, okay? So this place I live, it just kind of does stuff like that. Um, the pool, beautiful, large pool with like grills and um, like cabanas and all these places to like hang out and party. Lavish. Great pool. Has been large. closed the past two months because of Literally. COVID. Okay, that's, that's fine. All pools were closed. All parks were closed. Like they had to follow Broward County restrictions. Cool. So they reopened the pool with... Can you guess? All these rules. Okay. Tons of them. So they sent out an email saying that you have to log into this new portal that they sent out, enter in all your information. They gave you a code to type in per apartment, Ooh. gave you a code to type in, and you had to reserve two-hour time slots at the pool. You weren't allowed to stay longer than two hours. Pure luxury. Because they were supposedly sanitizing between those two-hour time slots. No guests. Lies. Listen to this. No guests allowed, and you have to wear a mask. Who is wearing a mask at the pool? I mean, they weren't that wearing masks crazy. at SeaWorld, and there was 20,000 people there. So In the pool, yeah. hey, laying out in the sun, no one's going to be wearing a mask. So those are the rules. And the first time that I was going to try and go to the pool, I was going to follow the rules. Why wouldn't I? We I'm brought not a, our mask. I'm not a rule breaker by heart. Mm-hmm. Like, I was going to try and do it. So... I first turned on my phone to enter in all my information. It wouldn't let me access, like, the final page. Like, it wouldn't go through. It, it kept wouldn't, crashing. It kept crashing on my iPhone, okay? So then I tried on my laptop, like, on a real web page. The same error message kept popping up. I was like, you and I were, like, kind of had something to do that day, so we're like, let's just go, <laughs> like, and just see. Wing it. Um, and we were able to get in because it was a cloudy day, no one was there, and the maintenance guy was like, unlocked the unlocked the gate and was like yeah i don't really know what's going on so clueless so we just <laughs> walked in so we were like oh we're in the clear like the pool's open now it's open let's go you so, guys saw that on episode 50 that was that day yes all ends all ends of the spectrum episode 50 so that was i've just been setting the scene the whole time so now this um so now this past week we decided to go to the pool again because it was super hot. It was so hot, so sunny. Again, we had like a two-hour window where we were both free, so we were like, let's go to the pool. Beautiful day. <laughs> Again, did not do any of that bullshit on the online. Crashed Because the I got away with it once. I was like, I'm not going to try it again. Um, didn't do any of that. You and I just walked up. No masks. Large. There was probably six people there. And yeah. like everyone was in pairs, okay? Mm. So like you and I were a pair. There was a pair, pair, pair totally fine like all social distancing we had our space everyone was so far apart it was so chill and so legit it was fine beautiful uh episode actually you guys are gonna see we, it on episode 51 we had a blast we had a great pool day and yeah. so like we were chilling playing music recording all these great like scenes of us in the pool Vibing. we were like feeling ourselves right we walked <laughs> Okay, we had to leave at like four. Yeah. And so we like walking out of the pool. We were like bopping around, had smiling. Had our little speaker. Had our sun- sunglasses on, living living large, okay? Large. And then we walked by this group of like three women 
um, standing around and like bitching about some email that I got from my apartment complex. I'm like, wait, wait, I just, we just overheard this. We're like, wait, wait, what's going on? And so these women were like, can you believe it? Like, I totally disagree with this. This is wrong. I was like, baby, what's going on? <laughs> so, I even said, I was like, you should go talk to them and just get yourself in there. So I pull up my email. Boom. And it said, I could actually probably read it, but this is what it said. It said, hello, residents. Um, due to people not following the new rules at the pool, we have decided to close the pool effective that day at 5 p.m. Close mm. until further notice because people weren't following the rules. Excuse me? What do I pay this place for? I pay so much money to live here, and I can't use any of the amenities. Crazy. I mean, I know, like, again, like, COVID post-COVID, this is, like, the least important issue. But, hey, this is my podcast. I can talk about what I want. Right. We're going to fucking so, talk about this. So they close the pool again until further notice. I'm pretty sure that means it's going to be closed the whole summer, and that is so wrong. Oof. You cannot do that. Well, you know how much money it's going to cost them to still maintenance it. They're going to have to still have someone working. You know how big that pool is? It's fine if people are sitting out there like six feet apart. Like that is the sa- one of the safest places you can be. What's the special name they call it? Oh, it's a Gaba- uh, cabana pool. How do you mm, guys? Yeah. Cabana. There's, cabana. There's all those little like couches with the roofs and everything. Cabana, Tony. Um, Arriba de la dolce. So I just was like, again, shocked by this. I don't know. It's just... There's a lot of stuff that we can't do right now. Let us have the pool. Let us have the pool, please. I like that. But anyway, you and I got our good pool day in literally an hour before they closed. Yeah, because they so, saw us having our life lived. Right. They were coming coming for us. Yeah, they're like, yo, we got to get them out of there. They're living life too much. Hard. Yeah. But I just wanted to um, get that off my chest. Man, that felt good. I like that. Yeah, that felt good. You had to get that off. I like that. So, also, we want to give you guys out there for our next topic is just some tips on, like, how to get out in pairs and locations you guys should check out, especially if you got a dime like mine, you want to go shore off, right? So, this is a spot we went to before the disaster, which is now opened up again. It's called Schnebly Redlands Winery. Located in Homestead, so it's an hour out for you locals. If you're not from the vicinity, it's a day drive. Yeah. So we suggest you guys check them out. Uh, They are a very interesting winery because of many reasons. They use fruit, bruised fruit, which obviously people throw away when they see it's like, no good quotation marks i'm doing in the air all fruit is good you could always use fruit for things that you want to use them for and they are showing you that firsthand with their awesome wine so they don't have any grapes they don't have any grape wine it is all tropical fruits yeah so they they have an avocado wine i love the avocado lychee 
guava, let's, mango. Let's unpack our experience yeah. there. So we drove to Homestead, which is like an hour for us. Yes, ma'am. In these cool like farms, back roads in South Florida that I've never seen before. We were we lost service for a bit. We're like we're out here in the middle of nowhere. The vehicle got a little dirty. She got a little dirty. Cleaned her up after. She's happy now. And so we got there. It was a beautiful day. Um, they have a cool waterfall that you can, like, hang out at. They also have a brewery, so we, like, got a beer, too, before our tour. Whoop, whoop. Um, and they have a little restaurant. We got some food. All just kind of, like, waiting for our tour, right? Whoop, whoop. That was the reason that we wanted to go there. Of course. Like, you go to any winery, usually you do a tour. You want to um, get the full experience. And, and so, they are... 3.5 rated on Yelp, so that's pretty decent for an I mean, unknown place in the middle of nowhere. I think it's one of the only wineries in South Florida, so how are people going to give them 3.5? That's lame. I mean, that's <laughs> passable. Let's just say it's passable. 3.5 yeah. is okay. It'd be worse if they had a 2 or nothing. I give it to them. So the tour was super cool, super knowledgeable. She's been doing that a while. She was engaging. I enjoyed the tour. I love a good tour. Her name was Erica. Oh, you remember. Duh, we filmed an entire vlog about it. Her name tag was in it. Oh, okay. So we got the uh, exclusive package, the very large package. <laughs> four bottles of wine at the end of the night. and Oh, we were, I think yeah. it was four or six. It was a case. Oh, we bought six yeah. we did it large so we went in there and we got treated like royalty for about an hour and a half by this young lady because so she did the tour but then mm. we had a tasting afterwards and we were the only ones that were doing a tasting at that time slot Smart. so we got a private tasting so we would suggest doing the tour after because everyone else did it before the tour. Yeah. We did the tasting after the tour. We would suggest doing it just like that. Yeah. Do your tour, then do your tasting after, because you'll get the exclusive VIP package. And she was, yeah, she was filling up our glasses. We, we walked like, out of there Ooh. ready to hit the road and have a little fun. Yeah. So, that's my location on where I suggest some couples and you hot dines. Go check it out, you it's know? A great photo op. Yeah. Some cute photos out there. We got a really great that was few like photos one of by the first, waterfall. That was one of our first photos together. Yeah, that one. And I think that was one of the best uh, trips we've taken besides yeah. our most recent guinea. As you know, on uh, episode one, we unpacked that. So, Schnebly Red Lens Winery. Check them out. Homestead. Tell them. 3AM Alexander sent you. All right, so our next topic is going to be a little bit of a uh, cheesy one, but we want to give you guys some fashion tips for this summer. Obviously, not. we're showing off our bods. We've been working out. We've been quarantined. <laughs> We've been at the beach as many times as the days have gone by this past week. So we are showing out our bods. We're getting out there, and some tips what you guys should get ready for the summer is wearing a lot of open-toe sandals, bathing suits, because everybody's going to be taking advantage of the water. It's going to be large groups of people and crowds at the beaches and the pools this summer. So prepare with your light outfits and your open-toe sandals. No sneakers at the beach, man. This looks stupid. 
Like you get sand in them anyway. You gotta have extra baggage because you're gonna walk with them in your hand or tied together. Me, I really wear a lot of loafers and things that can easily slip on and slip off. So I don't really care about throwing that in the bag. Yo, females, get your hair cut. Also, I guess this could apply to men, but get some of that weight off your head and neck. And like, I always try and do that for the summer, I feel like. I mean, it's not really a hot take. Like, the, the months are hotter. Get some of that hair off of your head. Um, I just got my hair cut two weeks ago. I swear, like, I dropped five pounds. I mean, I have, like, long, thick hair. Ooh, got that stuff cut off. Feels a lot better in the breeze, like, when we're at the beach and everything. And that definitely applies for men, too. Like, go a little bit shorter in the summer. It'll grow right back to where it was in the winter. That'll be perfect perfect timing yeah so we want to thank you guys again for dropping comments on our last podcast very engaged we love that kind of interaction and also go to our instagram drop some comments below on some topics for things you want to hear next week share us with your friends and family too like let them know what you're listening to i love turning people on to podcasts because like I've done it to a few of my friends, a couple different podcasts, and like, now they're obsessed with the podcast that I sent them. I did that. I created that relationship right there. So I do agree. that. Do that with your friends and family. Like, if you know someone in your life that would enjoy this too, send it their way. Why not? I like that a lot. Yeah, you actually put me on to uh, call her daddy. You actually put me on to Barstools. I saw the name in, you know, YouTube. I turned you on to a lot of podcasts. Uh, Girls got it. Andrew Schultz. Well, I was already with Schultzy and like the brilliant idiots, but like, but like I'm on flagrant. You're on flagrant with him and Akash, but like I was, I actually found out about them right around the time I met you, but I was not on them every week. Okay. I'll give them space. Like they were a little too intense for me in the beginning, but now. But it's funny. Our podcast is definitely on the up and up. Like we, I figured out how to get us on to official DSPs now, so we are really official. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Next, I'm gonna figure out how to get us on blogs so we can get more listeners because that's really what we want. We want you guys to troll us eventually and just be annoying. So it'll be fun just to get our voices heard by some randoms. And how cool would it be for you guys as listeners? To be a fan of a podcast from episode one before they even got famous. Like, that's mm. cool for you guys. Everyone wants to be on the trend before it's a trend. Spectrum game. So, let, let that one sink in, too. Yeah, I like that. Very, very But we'll noted. just let our, let our work speak for ourselves from here on out. Each week, we got to deliver more content to you guys. So, this episode was brought to you by All Into the Spectrum proud of that and we love you guys so our next topic is going to be sleepers i got a large one here a large one what do you mean large my sleepers but you're gonna go first with your sleeper okay so i'm going to turn on the jbl okay guys so my sleeper this week is gonna be a song called prince akeem and it's by mike posner featuring wiz khalifa here we go. David Banner. They- Good morning. 
Shout out to Mike Posner, actually. He, like, uh, he's been doing a lot of, like, finding himself, like, all over the he's internet. He's out climbing around in the West, coming all these 14ers out there. He got bit by, like, a rattlesnake, like, a few months ago. I was like, He walked Ow. across the country. He walked across the world. Across the country. Yeah, he, he <laughs> Did he walk across the world? No, no, How he, do you do that? He, he, it's flat, so he was able to oh, prove it. He walked. We don't have time to go into We're that. We're not going to go into, into that, that, but conspiracy. he walked across the country, I guess. Yes. So, anyway, great collab. I, that song makes me just feel so good. Yeah, that song like, is a hype-up song. He's always got hitters like that. That's his right? thing. He's really, like, since Cooler Than Me, he's oh. literally at bangers that are all hyped up. Damn. So, my sleeper for this week is going to be a heartfelt one. I know you guys are going to feel this. R.I.P. to Juice World. This is off of his Death Race album. 
The girl in my dream The girl from my dream It's sitting right next to me, next to me It's sitting right next to me, next to me The girl in my dreams It's sitting right next to me, next to me If I'm being honest Let me be honest, baby, we're beyond this All these petty arguments A plus and a minus The feeling is timeless Yeah, I fucked up in the past, but let's put it behind us, yeah Shout your name in hills in the valley Whole world's gonna know you love me Scrape your name across the galaxy Now the universe know that I'm on the same thing Shout your name in hills in the sleeper for this week i really felt that oh, one. Oh, three that was awesome i needed that yeah. i was sleeping on that song you're right yeah so you <laughs> i know you're gonna add that to your playlist <laughs> to your likes and have that in rotation oh that was that yeah that hit yeah so so that's our episode for this week uh all into the spectrum podcast episode three i am your host 3 a.m alexander and the co-host, Natalie. Yes, yes. Uh, we'll be back again next week with another fire episode. We love you, Spectrum Gang. Continue to blow it up. We're on Spotify now, baby. Hey! Yes, we are. So please continue to drop comments. Let us know if this is something you want to hear, something you want us to talk about. We appreciate that. 
Yeah, also one thing I'm gonna actually do is open up a slot for people to submit for sleepers, you know, and everything that you donate towards that sleeper will go just towards all into the spectrum. So we might create a Patreon or just have like a PayPal where you guys can send in your donations for your songs that you want to hear on our podcast. Yeah, and Three and I, I think both of us have a pretty diverse taste of music. Like we like a lot of different kinds of music. So throw them our way. Like I'm always trying to beef up my playlist. So give me some fire songs. Absolutely. All right, guys. So that's uh, that's it for this evening. All into the spectrum podcast number three. Spectrum gang out. Woo! Have a good week, everyone. Shout your name in hills in the valley. Whole world's gonna know you love me. Scream your name across the galaxy. Now the universe know that I'm on the same thing.